This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LLC. Today is Monday, December 27th, 2021. And I'm back with my friend and co-host, Avi. And in this final movie discussion of 2021, we're going to end it off by talking about the childhood classic comedy adventure that what that is the Goonies. Yes, about the kids and the experience of the Goonies from 1985, June 1985, the Goonies, directed by Richard Donner. So, Avi, what are your first? What's the first thing you think of when it comes to the movie The Goonies? Well, I thought that you about that. It sounds like a very silly idea with all the titles about, like, even when I thought about this, like, almost like a, another, like, another rip-off of uh, Indiana Jones, but unique for the group of kids, but when I first saw it, it's like a combination of Scooby-Doo meets Indiana Jones. Scooby-Doo... And Indiana Jones, I like the Scooby-Doo connection. And and actually, if we think about it, the connection about Indiana Jones is the little Asian kid was also yeah, the kid yeah, inside yeah, of yeah, Temple of Doom. Yeah, yeah he, he's well, in yeah. he's both in Temple of Doom and Goonies. And yeah. I like that you also connected it to like Scooby-Doo also though. So basically, there's a bunch of little kids, there's a bunch of kids that are all together in the first 15, 20 minutes of the movie by a house and the Asian kid has that, all the, does all the gadgets and, uh, Corey Feldman, uh, knows Spanish and they're all getting, getting together. And then the oldest brother, I believe is, uh, Josh Brolin, who would be in so many things later in adult in life, and the and um, we'll get to the villains or the bad guys, bad bad woman or bad guys a little bit later. But we're just talking about the kids so far, and so they decide to go what like on a scab on an adventure to pick up tr- tr- treasure. To save the home. Yeah, yeah. To, to, in order to save the home, in order to save the home, and. Um, what I like about them all getting together and going on this adventure to save the home with the hunt and all that is it feels very like, not like kids these days, they're like on their electronics or their phones and other things. But back then, back in the 80s, kids actually went outside and ran around and did things as opposed to kids now. So they're going on this hunt. They're trying to find what they need to find to get to, fi- to fix the house issue, the home issue. And, uh, yeah, so we had the, so that kid was in Temple of Doom. Then, of course, there's, uh, Corey Feldman, who conveniently knows Spanish. Then there's a few other people, a few of the other kids. Um, I believe the guy that was all heavy set with the blah, 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 uh, he had in adulthood, he became a, he became a lawyer or something, an attorney, a lawyer. Yeah, for entertainment. Yeah, for entertainment. Um, what did you, what are your initial first thoughts about, um, also, continue on what you said already in regards to the Goonies and what the kids are trying to do. Well, sometimes it's very, it's very sentimental and like uh, yeah. very, the, very sad about the, how they ever the facing challenge about the to know how they be famous, the idea how they get the to know the get the parents' attention. Yeah, that's a good that's a good word for it. Sentimental. I think sentimental is a good way to describe it. So let's see. I'm looking at the cast list on IMDb. So the kids include Sean Sean Astin as Mikey, Jeff yeah. Jeff Cohen as Chunk, who we both know later became a uh, ter- attorney attorney for entertainment type things. Um, K Kai Kwan as Data. Data, of course, who is uh, the Asian Asian kid character in Goonies, and was also a um, someone who helped Indiana Jones in Temple of Doom. Let me see what other kids. Um, and then there's um, somebody plays a John. Matt Matezak plays Sloth, whoever that was. Sloth, yeah, that football, well, there's one, there's a football player. Okay, that, a football player. For the Ra- Raiders. Right. And of course, okay, so it's football related. And then, of course, um, Corey, Corey Feldman as Mouth and Josh yeah. Brolin as Bran, the older brother. So those were the, yeah. some of the kids that got together for this adventure. Um, yeah. who, is, who, who is your favorite character of the movie? Well, Chuck is very so such a scene stealing about like always made up stuff like a similar like a Tom Sawyer like a next generation of Tom Sawyer. Oh, so you're comparing it now? Oh, now you're comparing it? Now you're comparing it now to uh, Tom Sawyer's type stuff? Yeah, 
because he always said uh, they thought he made up the stories, but even though he's trying his best to tell them the truth is about what he just witnessed. Right. Like even with this a a car chase or the or sometimes like uh, and, and that's why he's, he's also about even say when he's been captured by fatalities, he always just looks like if it's the truth or not about his man's confession. About even sometimes uh, the actor plays a chunk about it, it when he does his confession with the fatalities, almost are based on real life, like. Uh, Like he, he, he had an incident at the summer camp, and he, he, he stole Uncle Max's toupee to, to play Moses. He played Moshe in a, in a Jewish play. Wait, what was this about a Jewish play? Because Chuck says about he stole Uncle Max's toupee and glue on his face while he played Moshe, Moses on the, in his Hebrew school play. Oh, okay. It's like almost like his face. It's almost like it, what the actor Jeff Coyle says about he's almost like almost based on his real life incident. Right. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. So let's see. So this movie, The Goonies, is one hour and fifty-four minutes. So it's just shy of it's just shy of two hours. It's over an hour forty-five. Uh, got a PG rating. It's from nineteen eighty-five. Um, this movie for me, when I've seen it a few different times, the opening when they're all by the house, uh, the first house stuff within the first fifteen twenty minutes. That's the part I remember the most. But it's an hour and fifty-four some minutes. So. Once they get actually out of the house, getting to try to find everything, and it goes further from there, that's where I get a little bit lost of whatever happens outside of the beginning in the house. Because then they they go find places to be, trying to find the scavenger hunt of the the map they're trying to figure out. And so the the middle and ending, the middle part of the movie and the ending don't I don't remember as much as the beginning. Um, when you've watched the movie, what parts of the movie do you remember the most, or and what don't you remember the most? I always remember the most of how the as like uh, how they uh, uh, avoid avoid the avoid the booby traps. You know, like a big boulder size. It's like very so Indiana Jones's situation. You know, actually setting up the traps and then the big boulders come crashing down when you get to the other side. Right, so another Indiana Jones connection with that. So supposedly, again, they keep changing the release date. So I'll believe it when there's actually a trailer or more substantial evidence. But um, Indiana Jones Five now, instead of 2022, it's supposed to come out the summer of 2023. And um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not looking forward to that uh, with what they're doing with it. But anyway. Um, Even also, I remember it also now is uh, I like about the as uh, a water slide scene. The, Wait, what happened with the water slide scene? Because after they after like Andy to complete all the all the piano organ to get to the other side, but you don't know if that if that one night Willie the captain. Oh the yeah, captain set up the trap. Yeah, what um say. yeah the what's the name of the actor that played the one eyed Willie? Does he have a name on here? Well, there's no there's no uh, real actor plays one eyed Willie for a prologue. It only shows just a skeleton, you know, a skeleton that's supposed to be up like. Oh, okay, because I was wondering like if that was played by a certain actor, that character or not. No. There's no actor place when I will. It's just a skeleton remains. Okay. That's interesting. That's interesting too. So let's see. So we went over the kids a bit, and we talked about what we have so far. Now there's three villains. Now there's an old woman, and there's two guys. So the yeah, old woman, the woman villain, was played by Anne Ramsey, who played, who was, um, her Mama character name Fratelli. was Mama, Mama Fra, Mama Fratelli. Fratelli. And let me see. I'm looking. Yeah. I'm opening her up for a sec. Hold on. Yeah, that's who played the woman. The woman bad person. Um. And she passed away in 1988 at age 59. So, okay. So, yeah. wow. All right. And so that was the woman. And then, but the two guys, they were both in lots of other movies. We have, uh, let me find it. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a sec. We have Robert, Robert DeVia's Jake. Robert DeVia's Jake, who was also in Die Hard and was the main villain in James Bond, License to Kill. And Joe, Joe Pantialani was Francis, who was in also in a bunch of movies. Even we talked about the, uh, the Matrix also. Yeah, yeah, he was in the first Matrix movie. Yeah. He was in the first Matrix movie. He was with Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise in Risky Business in 1983, and he played the um, the boss of Will Smith and Martin Lawrence in the Bad Boys movies. The Bad Boys, yeah. 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 Uh, um, go, I'm sorry. Well, go ahead. 
Well, you go ahead. Oh, okay. So, right. So, this was directed by Richard Donner, who recently passed away. And the writer, it was written by Chris Columbus, who I believe did uh, the first Home Alone, the first Home Alone, amongst other things, with a story by Steven Spielberg. So, Spielberg helped write with the story about this. They got the, they produced it. Yeah, probably produced it. Yeah, probably produced it also. And also about Chris Columbus, he also wrote a screenplay for another Spielberg production of uh, of Gremlins. Right, right, yeah, Gremlins. Uh, I never really watch Gremlin movies and they're at all in their entirety, uh, entirety. So I can't really say a whole lot about the Gremlins. But do you have any quick thoughts you want to say about having seen Gremlins? Well, sometimes be careful when you watch a holiday service, a holiday film stuff. Be careful when you might see what's uh, what's coming out, out on your bed. Uh, something. What about the bed? Say it again. What's yeah, there's something uh, ch- yeah, ch- chattering noise under your bed. Yeah, like gremlins. Oh, that's the bed about the gremlins. Okay, okay. So musically, a lot of it was done by a lot of the music was done by Cindy Cindy Lauper. Oh yeah, for that a theme a theme song you heard from yeah. the movie about even there you can watch a music video. Sometimes the music video of the goodies are good enough, but very too campy, overstyled. You know, like like way out of production than the other music video. Right. Uh, uh, do, you know who directed it? Uh, do you know who directed the music video? Tell me who directed it. Richard Donner himself. Oh, really? The actual director himself did a music video for it? Yeah. Oh, wow. He that's very, that's, like that's that. interesting. That's interesting trivia. That's, I didn't know that. That's very interesting. Yeah, even the, in the music video, yeah, lots of uh, all the, all the, you know, the wrestling, you know, super wrestler, wrestlers like mm-hmm. Rowdy Rod, Rowdy Rod Piper and the mm-hmm. uh, Iron Sheik and the, right. and the, uh, uh, Lou Abano, you know, all those, uh, you know, uh, WWE and the WrestleMania. Right. So there's two bits of, there's two bits of crazy credits trivia for IMDb when it talks about crazy credits. It says that the film's title logo appears after the end credits. That's the first part. Then it says that the Warner Brothers logo in the beginning fades into a skull with crossbones, with crossbones on a black background until the camera zooms into the sky, the skull's eye. That's interesting. Yeah, even it's very weird about the title design, about like a very like a little like uh, something very childish. Not with the crayon, but it looks like the cutouts of the letters. Right. It's like a whole like a very big bold or something, but a little like crooked. Right. And another thing about the uh, also also another thing was the uh, important thing about one character sloth, you know, the one that's the foreign man. Mm-hmm. We learned about the sad story about when he's been when he's been hugged by his mother. But when, when, when she's singing the verse of Rockabye Baby, one verse she sings when when the boat breaks, that's where the that's where the the sloth god himself remembered or how he got his face deformed. It's a very sad story. It's very Trump. Very, Wait, very tell sad. me what happened. Tell me again. Sloth when he reunites with his mother, Mama Fatelli, when, when when she comforted him by singing the Rockabye Baby. Yeah, but when, when she reaches the person, when the boat breaks, boat breaks, and then the crater will fall, that's when all of a sudden, Sloth has some of the breakdown, and it got his memory, got himself a memory about how his, how his face got to, deformed. Yeah, the, uh, like, uh, you know, that's a, like a very sad story for him about how that's where he stand up against his, mo- his mother and his brothers, uh, since uh, they, they mistreated him cruelly. Oh, wow, okay. Oh, wow. So let's see. There are 125 bits of items of trivia, which include 19 spoilers. Um, and there's quotes. I don't remember all the quotes from the movie, but um, are there any noteworthy trivia about the movie that's oh, yeah, included that you want to mention? Uh, well, in the end, you know the ending of the movie about the. Since they found, since they, since they did know they saved the jewelry, that's an easy to save their homes. But here's another thing that's another of the plot holes they forgot about. Okay, plot holes. They discovered the ship, they found the pirate ship. That's way, that pirate ship is way more, way more, better price about to save, to save their homes about science jewelry. Since you, if you found the pirate ship, you could own it, you could own it something, and that, that, that way you could be rich enough. Ah. Okay, let's see. For trivia about the ship, the pirate ship, it says, in the trivia, it says that the pirate ship was entirely real. All the shots were filmed in the ship. After the film, 
It was offered to anyone who would take it. No one wanted it, so the ship was scrapped. That's interesting. Yeah. You yeah, I thought you could take the ship and donate it to one of the theme park attractions. Yeah, you know, like I know I know you like your theme park attractions. Now, uh, with all, so the mention of all the theme, tra- theme uh, things, um, Josh Brolin as the older brother, who would have known back then that he would eventually then be Thanos and all this other stuff later on. Well, well, yeah, if he knows about it, I'll have to look back. But you ever watch the movie Deadpool 2? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He also played in Deadpool 2 with, uh, as, uh, yeah, that person. I remember now to give an inside joke about it. He called him Josh Brown One-Eyed Willie because his character has the only one eye in the... It's like a, it's a, it's, it's, it was a joke about right. this, his first actual role. R- right. Well, speaking speaking about Deadpool, I saw on social media this morning. Recently, I read up on or sometime real recent. It said that Deadpool three is going to be in the Marvel, still going to be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but will also still be rated R. So it sounds like they're getting ready to start working on. Deadpool 3 to still be in the MCU, but also to still be rated R. So that should be uh, very interesting because I enjoyed the first two Deadpools. Okay, uh, even though we're hurting, if, if it's, uh, it's okay about that, one thing is we start over reboot again of the X-Men by reintroducing the Logan, the Wolverine. Yeah, they're gonna, once they re, once they're gonna eventually reboot X-Men, they're gonna have to reboot, reboot Wolverine, cause I'm pretty sure the, um, Hugh Jackman's pretty much done with that, so they're gonna have to new, have yeah. a different actor, a new actor play Wolverine instead. Yeah. And so, also, I was gonna say, what's next? What's another movie? Another best known role. The, the best scene about the about the is uh, one about the. What I like about the Goonies is about when the uh, when it, when he when Chuck's on his own to get get to the police about the about you know it is character with his character with the car that to get the ride for police station, but he doesn't know it's owned by Patelli. Funny part is when he when he has been talking to, he's made of uh, Hebrew words. He said Hebrew words like a blessing. Wait, 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 wait! What happened with the Hebrew blessing? When he said, when, when, he, when he discovered that he's been ca- he's about to be captured by the by Fatalis, and then he, he, it turns out he was Jewish. He made a bra- made a bracha, yeah, the Hebrew blessing, and I say. Wait, was that was that wait was that inside the movie? I think uh, I think that sounds familiar. Was that inside the movie itself? Yeah. Yeah, that was a funny part. Yeah, because I know the blessings and all. That's funny. That's funny about that. Um, wow. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, you're right. That's a funny part like that to describe that. All right. So let's see. Uh, when when rock when rocks are falling from the cave ceiling, the Asian guy actor screams, "Holy s h i t!" He said he spelled the expletive because his mother made him promise not to use any bad language in the film. Um, then it says, "What else?" I found another trivia. A bit, a few more down. Um, mostly shot in, in sequence. Totally total production took five months. Right. Hmm. And so sometimes, like, uh, even if I'm about, uh, you know, it's like, uh, not people are getting sick or the how that's in the, even the, about the pirate ship scene, they, they have to keep a ticket to the, for all the kids about that. They don't know when they go see the pirate ship for the first time. But right. Except Josh Brolin knows about it. You know? Oh, jo- about, you mentioned his name again. It says Josh Brolin, bo- Josh Brolin's big screen debut. So apparently yeah. that was his first big thing he was in. His big. Even jo- along with Sean Astin, that's also he, his first. Also, show, oh yeah, also, also Sean Astin. Okay, he also Sean Astin too. Well, before he got famous in Lord of the Rings, right? Didn't right. Let's see. Now it says about One-Eyed Willie. It says One-Eyed Willie's skull was made from real, real bone. It was actually made from real bone, and Richard Donner kept both One-Eyed Willie's head and a model for the ship. Right. Even sometimes, like you don't know about the. Uh, oh yeah, I remember they have a, a little model. Yes, uh, I read this back. Bi- you know, I read this biography book of Richard Donner that uh, from last year. Yeah. When the library is reopened. Right. Also, sometimes the funny part about after the film is finished making, about they they have the surprise party for Richard Donner when he goes off to the oh, yeah? vacation. Oh yeah. 
Oh, where, wow. they get, where, they, where they distance and distance from him to Amazon. Are we talking about the movie or way after the movie was over? Way, way after the movie, about oh. behind the scenes. Oh, behind the scenes. Okay. Now it says that all the main it says that all the main characters are referred to by their nicknames, and their real names are either rarely mentioned or not mentioned at all. Mikey is Michael Wash. Mouth is Clark. I can't pronounce that last name. Data is Richard Wang. Brand is Brandon Walsh. Chuck is Lauren Lawrence Cohen. Andy is Andrea. Teresa Carmichael, Carmichael, Steph is Stephanie Steinbrenner, and Sloth is Lotney Fratelli. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. Hold on. I found the Hebrew part you were mentioning. Uh, when when Chuck when Chuck first sees Jake Fratelli's face when he approaches the car, the Hebrew prayer he says was actually improvised by Jeff Cohen. Very interesting. That's a very, like, uh, he's about to, when he's about to be captured, I thought he's supposed to say Shema Yisrael. Yeah. Like well, I hope every Jew knows what Shema Yisrael is. That's yeah, the big one, like, Shema Yisrael, for most Jews. That's the big, right. the big, 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 big one for Shema Yisrael. Um, okay. the real, the real life banter between Joe Pantiano and Robert DeVee during their joint audition won them the role, won them the roles for the movie. I'm just going over some of the trivia. Um, if there's any trivia you want to talk about, uh, as you, some of you, are, you already said, um, it's all a big bunch of trivia inside the trivia page here. Um, swearing. Well, well, also, what's next thing about that? Was, what's missing about the how the Baptist got a little burnt on the edges about in between the scene about like you know there's there's actually a cutting cutting. Before about they cut the scene about when they stopped by a snack shop, snack shop about the but then they got bullied by Troy, the upper class person, by by turning that map as a, as a cigarette and burns the edge. Right, it burns on the edges. Yeah, I like that they had to go through a map, an old school map, because today we just look up through like our phones or laptops oh, or internet, like, yeah. but now maps and are also, like maps we like really have to do our own research with the maps. Yeah, and you know the also the ending. What's missing about they 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 didn't show about when they when the hoodies are interviewed by the news reporter. They didn't mention that what's scary about when they when they go out scared when they out the adventure. There's they encounter the octopus. Also, it's on deleted scenes. They they when they got to the pirate ship, they've been briefly attacked by a giant octopus. Oh, I see that. Hold on. I see something about an octopus here. No uncut version has been released on home media, but when basic cable or local stations air the film, the version uses, the version used includes the shop, stop and shop, and the giant, giant octopus sequences air, air from the final version. So whatever that was about an octopus you both mentioned. Well, um, sounds like it. They just finished a project and film about that. They, they actually showed about the image about the giant octopus. Right. About that's what that, I thought it would be very funny about. Even it's very too, like, uh, like a way too old, old special, old, old effects about. You can't do that, make a, the fake octopus to attack the oh, okay. enemies with that. Even that, it's funny about data showed the, the octopus with a tape recorder by playing the song Eight Arms to Hold You. And that's where the octopus uh, danced the way about. It's like a okay. little, like, a, Reverse shot. Okay. I want okay, I wanna uh, mention two more bits of trivia and then I wanna get a quick advertisement and then we're gonna continue our discussion about Goonies. So real quick, I just wanna say um, this film was selected into the National Film Registry, Registry in 2017 for being culturally, historically, or a aesthetically significant. So I thought it took till 2017 for it to do that. And then about near the end of the movie, near the end of the movie, Data says something in Chinese and Chinese subtitles are shown. The subtitles translate to, he's a big, strong man. All right. Yeah. Now we're... Yeah. Yeah. Right. Now you were mentioning a bit, bit ago about the deleted scenes. How many are there a lot of deleted scenes and have you seen every well, single deleted there's, scene? There's, there's three scenes you might find on DVD about called outtakes. They might show three scenes of uh, the three deleted scenes so they selected. But there's other four scenes you don't know about, like you read like from novelization or the or from the script. So wait, so like, have you seen a lot of the deleted scenes? Just three of them. Just three of them. Okay. Okay. And also, 
Also, with the manga that the manga film one besides the goodies, there's a manga national film registry. On that same together with the, along the goodies, is also another Richard Donner movie, the Su- Superman. That, Right, I mean, that was, he did Superman, yeah, in 78, yeah. Yeah. Well, he had the Superman, I read in the music, near, near uh, Christy Leiper, near the art, her singer thing, it also said that there was some music from Superman, and some James Bond music as well. So both Superman yeah. and James Bond music playing. Because that's a, that, that makes, it's another inside job about Richard Donner's previous work, about when Slot filed against his brother, He's ripped out of the show and feels a super soft. Right, right, uh, yeah. That's what that John Williams music's playing. Yeah, the, the music, yeah, that music's playing. Yeah. I, I want to talk about Anchor.fm podcasting and why everyone should be a new podcaster. If you haven't heard about Anchor.fm podcasting, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. It is 100% free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast Right from your mobile cell phone or computer, Anchor.fm Podcasting will distribute your podcast for you so that you can be heard on all the other platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcasts with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast, all in one easy-to-find place to work everything out together. Download the free Anchor.fm application on your iOS, Apple smartphone, or on your Android, or go to Anchor.fm to get started. Um, so now while I look for a bit over more trivia that I want us to, to discuss, what did you make of the bad guys or the bad woman and bad guys in this movie? Well, they look like very clumsy here about that. Clumsier than like uh, other Chris Columbus works of uh, of uh, Home Alone, like uh, like bumbling thieves about their the, and, and the criminal, uh, criminality. Even sometimes like uh, even sometimes the uh, the uh, Mama Fertile is very uh, very so strong and powerful. Like uh, even like uh, it's like she's in charge of it. Uh, even sounds like uh, even that way she needs to sloth. She sounds to be so kind. Uh, but you know that that part is about when he, when he remember when he remembers about this about his background. He he stands up to her, to her and, dump, and dumps her into the water. Oh, something about the dumping into the water. Well, when he finds out the why he got his face to bump, he stands up to his his brothers and his, his mother about that how they mistreated. But it turns out how, but with that. The, the, oh wait! Go, when you mention the water part for trivia, it says that there are more than more than nine hundred thousand gallons of water was used in the movie. It sounds like you're like in an aquarium or something, mm-hmm. or like that, or something like mm-hmm. used like uh, for the. I want to talk about trivia now. Hold on a sec. I want to talk about the Lupe Lupe Antiveros, who played the non-English speaking Rosalita, was in fact U.S. born and spoke perfectly good English. She actually helped the scream team with the English Spanish translation of the hilarious line said to her by mouth Corey Feldman, and even helped him phonetically learn the lines during rehearsals, as Corey didn't actually know Spanish language, or at least as well as he appears to do within the film. That's interesting. Next, also, there's some Michael Jackson trivia. Mikey mentions Michael Jackson going over to Chuck's house in one scene. In real life, Corey Feldman was close f- friends with the singer, though the two later become, became estranged. Feldman attended Jackson's memorial service, along with fellow child actor Macaulay Culkin, when you just mentioned uh, 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 Home Alone. Yeah. And also, uh, there's another thing about the, uh, well, what I was gonna say about what's funny about, about, about Mouth about, he always like, besides the mention of Michael Jackson, there's also a revival about the name Prince, because uh, Mouth wears a t shirt about that's a Prince Purple Rain t shirt on the whole time. About, oh, like, yeah, I, I, I honestly was never into Prince. I never cared for Prince, but. I, you, you know, you can like Prince if you like Prince. I like, I prefer Michael Jackson over Prince. Um, back when you were talking about Goonies. And stuff like that. It says, after having a great working relationship with Steven Spielberg on, on Gremlins, 1984, Spielberg produced the next two films Chris Columbus scripted. The Goonies, 1985, based on an and, idea... And sp- Young Sherlock Holmes. And Young, and Young Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, Young Sherlock Holmes, 85, which was Columbus's idea, which altogether was two years working on those three films. Which altogether was two years working on those three films. Uh, language-wise, shit... Shit or bullshit, 
Shit or bullshit is uttered 19 times, not counting the line, holy S-H-I-T. That's interesting. It's PG. It's a PG movie. It says uh, PG for uh, PG for parental guidance. Yeah. Even they should make like almost like PG-13 about parental guidance and uh, has some, uh, sc- has some scary parts, scary images like uh, like mostly dead bodies or right. something intense scene about almost like even they had uh, like something very offensive. That you, that you right. Now I got two bits. I got a musical trivia of Sidney Lautner coming up and then a Back to the Future trivia right after it. It says, when the boys are sitting in the living room watching MTV, they weren't actually watching, they weren't actually watching the Sidney Lauper Good Enough video, which was developed six months after filming Wrapped. And now for the Back to the Future trivia, the wall, the wall calendar seen around Nine minutes fifty-seven. Nine minutes fifty seconds shows October of nineteen eighty-five. Around the six-minute forty-three-minute mark, mouth indicates that it's a Saturday. The newspaper front page seen around the forty-three-minute mark is dated October twenty-fourth, nineteen eighty-five, which was a Thursday. All this would mean that the action takes place on Saturday, October twenty-sixth, nineteen eighty-five, which incidentally happens to be happens to be exactly the same day on which the events of the original Back to the Future takes place. place Very interesting. It's so interesting how all these movies connect to each other. Yeah, even they also almost released a separate release about that for a summer release, but also for a summer summer time, summer release for Black. Yeah, it came out in June. Well, it originally came out in June of 1985. I was actually born in July of 85, so it came out a month before I was born in June of 85. Yeah. And also about the another thing about to say about that also nothing that's in the music video for the the music video of the goodies or the of the goodies are good enough. They have all the original cast of the of the goodies like uh, you know like uh, Mikey and Data and Mouth and uh, Brand and and and, and Brand and Brand and Chuck. One thing that's missing now is an actress plays Andy because he's busy making the other films about the right Carrie Green. Oh, okay. That's why she's busy making the next film called The Good Lucas about the uh, other times. Mm. Like, uh, that's why she couldn't make it. Uh, it sounds like Sidney Lauper would be places like uh, uh, like uh, like uh, Carrie Green and Andy because uh, some of her hair and the, and uh, all she does like almost like a uh, almost sometimes not like a damsel distress. Right. Thing. So I got some letter uh, name and letter trivia next from here, the trivia here. It says that the real, the real, the real last names of the Goonies, the real last names of the Goonies all end in the letter all end in the letter N. Aston, Brolin, Cohen, Feldman, Green, Plimpton, and Juan. And Juan. They all of them all of them in real life, their last names end with the last with the letter N. Alright. Uh, all N. It sounds like sounds like a very like uh how they hire a cat that you'll know that it's a very like but end is a lucky number. But anyhow, there's there's another interesting fact about in the end of the movie when they, when they when they reunite with their parents, some of the parents are real life parents to like to carry green and to You mean like are you saying wait at the end you're saying that some of the parents are their actual real life parents? Like their actual real life Oh wow, parents. okay. Yeah. Gotta keep going on go like on the, about that, like yeah. Like Martha Plimpton or the or something like uh, Gary Green and uh, and also like even the even the Jeff Cohen, you know, his uncle and his sister are are actually real life. That's very that's interesting that some of the parents were the real life parents. That's that's interesting how you know that, huh? Yeah. Wow. Uh, so also- oh wait, yeah, that's right. You're right. You're right. It said um the kids, the kids who and this is part of spoiler trivia. The kids who played the Goonies were allowed to bring some of their families to the final scene where they are reunited. So some of the parents, being the real life parents, that had to do with the final scene when at the end when or the climax when the kids meet up with some parents. Right. Interesting. And also, also, here's another interesting connection between the Richard Richard two movies of the Goonies and Superman. I remember both films are they show one person drowning inside the water, right. like Carrie Green after she walked the plank down the uh, the until it's, it's, it's a lagoon about as soon as she saw herself drowning. And Superman, when he sees he's been weak, weakening with the crypt, kryptonite, he's been left drowning inside the Lex Luthor swimming pool about with a necklace necklace of the, of the kryptonite around around his neck about it, it be drowning inside. Right. They, how they they felt inside the like when they saw it, felt in the water. 
Right. Well, yeah, there's a lot of the water stuff. Yeah. Like you said, with the family parents, it says at the end, we're at the end where all the families are reunited. Jeff Cohen's mom plays Chunk's mom. So that's interesting about the family name again. And then with the Superman, it says when Sloth rips off his outer shirt, which you already mentioned a bit earlier, it says it, he, he reveals a Superman t-shirt, t-shirt accompanied by John Williams Superman theme. Director Richard Donner directed Superman 78 and parts of Superman 2. So that's more about Superman as part of it again, which you mentioned earlier, but I finally got to it. The spoiler trivia. Uh, let's see. The, then it talks about uploading work prints to YouTube with some of these 2020 trivia things, but I don't know exactly what that's talking about. And yes, you also mentioned there was a novelization. So it says that there, there was something about trivia in regards to the novelization of the movie. Because even though it's a novelization, I read the novelization also after I finished watching the movie. You know, it also has an additional ending about what they do after they, they successfully save the Goondocks and what they do when they do separately. Like, one they could run the gymnasium, and the others, like, they could made a invention shop, you know, for data. Right. And Sloth, when he's now adopted with Chunk and his family, they got himself a bar mitzvah. Oh, what happened with the bar mitzvah? Because Chuck, Chuck adopted Sloth to be part of his with, uh, with his family. He you know, had Sloth be adopted by Chunk, uh, uh, Chunk uh, Lawrence uh, Cohen. About uh, you know, that way that they convert him to be part of uh, uh, part of the uh, Chunk's family. Oh, okay. Something in that's some uh, in the novelization of Barnett's Okay, let's go over. Let's go over some of the quotes we like. So I'm reading up the quotes page now after the trivia, and the quotes say: So Sloth says, "Hey, you guys." Sloth says, "Hey, you guys," and Mikey says. Well, that- uh, that's also what's a very uh, also uh, what's repeatedly in the movie. They said he always says, "Hey, you guys." Right, right. Like she a, says, "Hey, you guys." Like a, like a war right. cry about that. All, all they shouted out. Right, and then Mikey says, "Mikey says, Goonies never say die. Goonies never say die." Yeah. Let's see. That's a good quote about the, something that's as a, as a message about the you don't you don't want to have to say about that they, 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 it's like a keeping together it's like uh, I, I compare the the, the Goonies like some kind of like a, a DC animated universe I remember I watched since in two thousands uh, called Justice League wait 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 what's hap- what's happening with an animated DC thing how are we connecting this. Yeah, I compare it to the, the Goonies. It's like uh, seven members of the Goonies as the seven members of the uh, Justice League of the DC animated universe. And when did you watch? When did you watch this thing about the animated? I watched it since when it first came out. Uh, aired on two thousand one. Oh wow! Okay. Oh wow! And also, and also, also like. Uh, Anything, what's funny part is about the what's famously about the of, of the movie of goodies is a truffle shuffle. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because uh, Jeff Cohen says, about, I remember I watched your video commentaries of, uh, of the, themselves. But Jeff Cohen says when he shows when he's about to he's about to show the truffle shuffle of his stomach. If you don't know, they might show about there as a he has like a chicken pox in it. About it's very like no. a little like embarrassing about the first. But it's a, it's a very quick cut out if he's very sick or something. Yeah. Right. Now, wait a sec. Um, I want to mention something else, though. I think it was good that this movie never got a sequel. But then when I go into the connection section of the Goonies IMDb page, it says that it's followed by the Goonies 2 and that it's in development. I hope that's not really the yeah. case. I don't... Uh, you know, they, 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 they did a video game called the Goonies 2 about... Yeah, maybe... The, was what? the well the video game? Would you would you consider the video game the actual real sequel? Because I don't think they. I think well, it would. Me- I think it would be messed up if they actually do an actual movie sequel. Because I don't think that would work well if they actually do a movie sequel. But would you yeah. consider the video game the actual sequel? Well, no. How about the actual sequel? I say about. Always check the website. I thought they could do a cartoon adaptation based on the film. But no, but it was so. Like, but 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 the first one was so good in live action. I know, but. How about they could make something a cartoon and animation about they show so continuation about their adventure? It says like, like Scooby Doo. All right, well, around the world. No, we're well, back. Yeah. You're back to your Scooby Scooby Doo again. Back with Scooby Doo. Um, it said uh, the Goonies two in development, plot undisclosed, a follow up to the 1980 film The Goonies. Writer Chris Columbus, stars Robert DeVee, Corey Feldman, and Cindy Lauper. I really hope this is not the case. I think if they make a a, a movie se- second one outside of the video game where it would really mess up how the first one was 
Um, yeah. And trivia about that. It says that Sean Astin announced on a radio talk show that a sequel to The Goonies is definitely going to happen. That's what Sean Astin said. I hope that's really not the case. I think well, if they yeah, make a sequel, it would totally... If they make a sequel movie-wise outside of the video game, I think that would totally ruin it. But go on. Yeah, even uh, if you watch Stranger Things, uh, the second, a whole series, three seasons of Stranger Things on Netflix, because the Stranger Things is very homage to the, the Goonies, mm -hmm. but even that Sean Astin makes a regular appearance on the second season. Right. Well, let's see. Richard Richard Donner passed away. It sounded like Sean Astin wanted to have there be a sequel, but with Richard Donner passing away and just how the first one, as good as it was, I think it would be a very poor, bad decision if they ever actually really came out with a second, a, a sequel, a second one. Uh, even, even also, I thought they could make another sequel, like they just do like a comic book miniseries. Like, well, oh, you said, like, what's this about a comic book series? They could, they could do a sequel, that as a film, but yeah. something is to do the, a comic book. Comic, comic book, comic book might, might work. Under the Goonies yeah. 2 trivia, comic book and video game might work, but not the actual movie itself. It says, or since, or, or a cartoon, I know you, uh, we'll get back to cartoons in a sec, cause I know you like talking about cartoons. Uh, we're gonna get to cartoon in just a sec. Uh, since the past, the last bit of trivia for Goonies 2 says, since the passing of Richard Donner, the cast members, the cast members have said that it is not likely that the Goonies 2's Goonies 2 will happen. I hope that's the case, because even if he was, he's gone, but if he, even if he still was, yeah. Maybe, maybe maybe the whole gamer, games, video game slash comic book could work, but um, let's talk about animated stuff. Um, for the Batman live-action movies, I want us, after Batman Returns, but before Batman Forever, to talk about, talk Batman 1993, Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah. I want us to talk about back that I like Batman the animated series as far as animated things. I like the Batman animated series from 1992 to 1995. It was on by WB. I love watching the Batman animated series. It was well done. Um what other um outside of the Justice League, what other kind of um what kind of other kind of animated things do you also like? Well, animated things I also like is uh like something like uh, I like to watch the anime series of the like He Man because uh, oh right He Man He Man was from the 1980s okay yeah oh yeah another thing what's favorite my favorite part about the goodies is like yeah I like the how they built the whole place in Astoria Oregon it's like favorite location like to go okay oh wait a sec hold on let me back up back to the goonies page off of goonies 2 i'm gonna go into the filming location section now now that you mentioned filming locations let's just see what we got here filming locations come on where are the where are the locations filmed at astoria oregon hold on a sec i'm trying astoria. to find it uh, where is the place for locations Help me, help me find, help me find the, um... Filming and location. I know, I'm trying to find which part of the page has it, though. Casting crew, storyline. I just want filming. the locations. Country of origin is United States. Production companies. For some reason, I can't find where the locations are here. Yeah. Uh, maybe I can check out before something. You can write something, IMDB, The Goonies, Filming and Locations. All right, I'm still trying to find it, but hold on. Help me go. Help me get on IMDb. Go on IMDb. Let's find it quicker. Hold on. Go to Google. Click uh, the Goonies. Oh wait, IMDb. no, I still haven't found it. It's still showing Goonies too. Hold on a sec. When we do movies, I need you to get back to the IMDb. Wait a sec. Hold on. Uh locate. Let's see trivia, crazy credits. Why is it so hard to find where locations are? Here's the easy part. Go to the Google research. Try typing the Goonies IMDb. Okay. On Google? Okay, the Goonies. I'm doing it on Google now instead of IMDb. The Goonies 1985 filming locations. There we IMDb. go. IMDb. I just Googled it because um, I couldn't find it on the actual IMDb page. All right, so it says on Google, much of the filming, much of the filming was done in the location Astoria, Oregon, Astoria, Oregon, Oregon, the setting of the film. So it was filmed a lot in the state of Oregon, Astoria, Oregon. What location was the Guzzi filmed? Um, the Oregon coast. Um, then they mentioned some other parts of things as well. 
sometimes in the finale of the of, of the beach scene about it's like actually they sometimes they felt that it part like in California. Yes, it says um for the canon for the canon beach scene it says Indian Beach in Escalo State Park, Cannon Breach, Oregon, where the Goonies, Point Break, and Twilight were filmed. Okay, so yeah, wherever that is in Oregon, the Indian Beach of Esco State Park is where a uh, where a beach scene was filmed. But it said it was mostly filmed. That the movie itself was mostly filmed in so that that Astoria, Oregon. The Goonies film locations, moving locations. Filming locations, Goonies, IMDb, after moving locations. Man, a lot of Google. Okay, Oregon, 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 California, Oregon, 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 somewhere in Warner Brothers, Burbank, California, and some California. And it was filmed in October 84 to March of 85. Well, you can't tell if it's if it's if it's a, you say about the the dating about the takes place about eighty five about the the fictional dateline at the same time as back. To yeah, the it said yeah yeah yeah, and it said part that the movie itself looked like from the trivia possibly took place on the same day that the events of the original Back to the Future took place. Right. All right. And also, the, yeah. and you know about the, also. I you know I had my sister went to Story, Oregon. And you know the police, the police station in the very beginning, it now becomes it's a, a museum, a museum, like a museum for the how they make movies in Oregon. Wait, what? What happened with the museum? Yeah, the the police station that you saw in the beginning, the very beginning of the movie, where the Fratellis made a breakout. Mm-hmm. That police station now becomes a museum you know, for that, where they filmed the, like the science of goodies. They also filmed like that takes place in Astoria, Oregon. Oh wow! Okay, so that's that's an interesting uh, thing of that. Okay, so we're now forty. We are now forty six minutes in. It cuts me off for free when when it reaches the fifty five minute point. So since we went over your thoughts and opinions. And a lot of the trivia, a whole lot of different kinds of trivia, and your own personal thoughts, and uh, you know how it's sentimental, and it really is. They don't make movies like this anymore. Uh, it was really well done. Uh, a time that's lost that we can never get back to uh, for how how the movie played out with the kids and what they were doing. Um, I want us now. The IMDb gave this a seven point eight, a seven point eight out of ten. Um, so to wrap up things, um, what what kind of um, what what's your closing thoughts about the Goonies, and how would you gra- and how would you grade or rate this grade or rate this movie? Uh, to rate this movie, I give it like a, it's a very good movie, and uh, it also is very good to, for for kids of all ages about like the, to discover what you need to find about like uh, and also to help you help you escape something about the. To see the world. That's a good way. That's a way of describing describing and pointing out all that. The way you worded that. That was good. And I would I want to say about it that um for the older brother Josh Josh Brolin for anybody that act, likes Josh Brolin and has never seen him as the older brother in the Goonies, it's a good way to watch the Goonies before you see him in like Deadpool two and and Thanos and all this other stuff. And you know I read the original script of the the Goonies. Turns out that character Jeff Josh Brolin that plays Brandon. Turns out Brandon turns out he was a claustrophobic. They they never shown us in the film. Well, you mean like you mean he was in real life claustrophobic or what? No, no, just his character. Just the character. Never mentioned the film. Okay. Never shown. Okay. And also nothing in the movie that's a very very like uh, very surprising about Mikey that played by Sean Astin. Actually, called called Brandon his actor's name. Yeah. But they said there is something very under there. Josh, uh, it slipped out. It slipped out. It accidentally fell without being noticed about. The that's I, that's interesting. Whatever that's all about for him. Okay, um, yeah. if you had to, um, definitely it's for ch- children and adults of all ages. It was really well done. Um, I think we bo- we both would recommend it for anybody who hasn't yet already seen it. It's I, I like the opening, and then they go through the adventure to find the place later on in the middle and the end of it with it all. Um, how would you grade or rate this movie? If you had to grade or rate this movie. Uh. Rate this movie like uh, seven point, like uh, I say about eight, eight times, eight times viewing. Wait, wait, what? Like, what? What's that about an eight? Say it again. Eight, eight like eight, like uh, don't watch too many times. Like about for about. Are you saying? Are times. you saying you would give it an eight out of ten? Eight out of ten. Yeah. Eight out of ten. Yeah, I would get. Um, I would give this movie a. 
um, I would give this movie a three out of four Kazatskas, three out of four stars, three out of four stars, or three out of four Kazatskas for um, Star Wise, and I'd give this a. It was really well done how the kids went on the adventure and got along and how they connected and everything. So I'd have to give this an A, A, A minus. A, a, a minus for a letter grade. And also, uh, be careful about if you go on an adventure, make sure you dry yourself up when you go into the underground lake or something. Yeah, the what's, this, what's, this, what's this about the lake? Make sure you dry yourself about that, that can slip away. Right. Well, it said there was a lot of water used for gallons to make for the water parts of the movie. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So, everybody, um, so this was our dis- full-out discussion about the Goonies. We're gonna, we'll be back with you guys for you to hear our thoughts and opinions together in full discussions, a lot of discussions about one of my favorite comic book characters of all time, and also in TV and the movies. We're gonna be going over the Batman series, first starting, we're not gonna be doing Batman, the, uh, Batman TV series, or Batman 66, but we are going right into start it, start with Batman 1989, which I believe if I heard correctly, you were born also in 1989, right? You were. Yeah, yeah you. July yeah, 1989. Oh, so we're both July. Oh, nice. July, so, but different years. But different years. What day? What what day? What day are you? What? What day are you? What day? Yeah, what day in July? Uh, what day am I like uh, for like uh, for my birthday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your birthday. birthday, July. Yeah, what day? It's hard to remember. I hope I you can't remember the day you were born. You don't remember which day. <laughs> hope I can make up if I, have a, I say about the, my actual calendar date. Hope I just make it up. I say around uh, Monday, I guess. All right, I'll get you back. I'll get back to you about the day. I can't believe you don't remember which day it is. But okay, it's July eighty nine. You can check up a research online about to learn something about what day is uh, July nineteen eighty nine. On which day? No, you, but it's your. I mean, it's your own birthday though, so I, I wouldn't even know what to do with research. It's your own birthday, but try to figure out the day later. But it's July '89 on an unknown date. Um, but yeah, everybody, we're going to be talking about the Batman franchise next, leading up to the Batman in early March. I'm really looking forward to talking with Avi about Batman '1989 in January. Um, I'm and the the Batman Mask of the Phantasm after returns, but before forever. Any quick closing thoughts to the audience and listeners before we close out? Before we close out, Avi. Yeah. Any well, closing thoughts? Keep keep, going, keep keep looking out for the keep looking out for the, uh, the the gold. Ah, the gold, like the gold treasures. Yeah. Yeah. Keep going for gold and gold and silver treasures out there to map out. All right, thanks. Well, uh, thank you all for listening. And um, this has been Avi and Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LLC, signing out to Batman.